0: Academy Sports and Outdoors wants everyone to stay safe while
1: doing more of what they love. So whether you're planning a fishing trip, heading to the driving range, prepping for your upcoming hunt, or firing up the grill before the big game, we have all the gear you need to enjoy more sports and outdoors, all at the prices that you're going to love. And with the curbside pickup available, it's never been easier to shop all our brands in-store and online at academy.com. Because whatever you love doing, Academy Sports and Outdoors, is there to
2: help you have more fun out there we all know the story of the 1980 national champs but the fan is bringing you the stories you've never heard from coach Dooley Herschel Buck Ballou and tons of others from the UGA 1980 national championship team Buck Ballou
3: going to pitch it to Herschel no block he's going to try to turn around and go the other way Buck Ballou block 15
4: Hand
2: and Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA Forty, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless. Mike Donahue, right? with Buck Baloo.
1: Welcome back to UGA Forty. Hashtag Champions. I'm your host, Buck Baloo. Growing up playing youth football in the South, the dream is to one day play for a big-time program like Alabama, Florida, or Georgia, and then have a shot at a championship. Brother, we were living the dream in 1980, and this was epic. The opponent, world-famous Notre Dame, and the Fighting Irish played the game tough and physical. So leading into the Sugar Bowl showdown, we got ready for a four-quarter battle.
4: Welcome to the Superdome in New Orleans. Notre Dame Fighting Irish hope to bring down Herschel Walker and the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs in the 1981 Sugar Bowl.
1: So uh, Coach Dooley decides, okay, stay in. He's going to stick at Georgia. So we moved on to get getting focused on this uh, showdown for the national championship in the Sugar Bowl against Notre Dame who brought in one of the most physical, tough defenses in college football that season. They may have led college football in scoring defense, I believe, that season. What were your thoughts going into the game?
5: Notre Dame's defense was probably the best defense we played all year. We played some pretty good defensive teams. Uh, they had some big people, big tackles. and. Uh, And I think that our offense, the offensive line was challenged by
3: that. They are very big along the front, 250, 265, 255, 258, 260. And it forces Georgia to gamble on defense.
1: How did you feel like our defense matched up with their offense? I looked going into the game, I felt like, and you guys had pitched a lot of shutouts that that season, but I felt like we had a clear advantage there. I, I wasn't intimidated by the Irish offense. You
2: guys went out and performed well. Linebacker and team captain Frank Rize.
6: You know, they, they had a fantastic offensive line. I think four of those guys ended up in the pro ball. They had, they had a good ball club, but I felt like our, our defense, the way we were structured, matched up well against them. We were quicker. I felt like. Wide receiver Lindsey Scott. They were
7: big, but they were big and physical. They were big and physical. They had some good athletes and they had they had a tough defense. They had Scott Zedek. I remember that name and one of the linebackers. Those guys big could bring Bob Crable. Crable, That was his name. Those guys could bring the wood man. They were tough
8: running
2: backs coach Mike Cabin.
8: They had a really really good defense and uh, we as you say we knew that uh, we knew it was going to be a tough football game. We knew it was probably going to be low scoring hey, don't make stupid mistakes. Let's just win this football
2: game. Defensive
9: back, Scott Werner. I thought uh, when, when we walked out on the field for the uh, coin toss, we, you know, they walked out we walked out. I thought, we, we, they're going to beat the crap out of us. They are, they're huge. <laughs> that was the biggest football team I believe I'd ever seen. When I first walked out on the field, I thought, where do they find these guys?
7: When you talk about college football, you kind of, you know, you don't go too far. You, Notre Dame's right there, man. The shit
3: that I me, mean, period. And we are ready to go as Notre Dame will receive the football and Georgia will kick it off. The starting backfield for Georgia, Buck Malou from Valdosta. We talked about him. Jimmy Womack, birthday today for Jimmy the fullback, Herschel Walker, well known now. Amp Arnold will not start the ball game. Chuck Jones should be in there at the flanker spot. And Lindsey Scott is the wide receiver.
1: And I believe it's the second play. Your shoulder pops out of joint. You go to the sideline. And Herschel, some of the looks on those faces in the huddle, I remember seeing a little bit of doubt creeping in. It's not
10: just about Herschel Walker. I have a team, and I'm at one of the biggest games I ever played in my whole entire life. And I'm on a play, what, two plays, and now I'm injured.
3: And they turn, give it to Walker. Walker trying to get outside. Goes, get outside. Penalty flag down. Look out for this one.
5: On the second play of the ball game, his shoulder went out, so he came out of the ball game with his shoulder, with his elbow up in the air. His shoulder was dislocated. They brought him to the bench, and uh, I'm still concentrating on what's going on in the ball game, but I'm thinking about him. I got no consolation from Warren Morris, the wonderful Warren Morris, who was such a great trainer for us, but he comes up and he tells me that Herschel is finished. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, here we are with this opportunity, great opportunity to win the championship and uh, our top player is out.
3: Carney Norris is into the lineup at tailback, replacing Walker for the moment. Of course, they may move Walker out put him in a different position. They're working on Herschel Walker on the sidelines right now.
2: Offensive lineman Tim Morrison.
9: When he left the field, I didn't know why he left the field. Because, you know, he, he didn't hold his arm. He didn't do anything. He just ran off the field. Now, you can look at the, at the tape now and you can tell how far his shoulder separated because it's hanging down below his knee. His yeah. fingers were. So I, I knew something was something was wrong there.
2: Running backs coach, Mike Cabin. Well,
8: you know, I, obviously I was there when it was going on on the sidelines. And uh, his shoulder actually had had, set, had popped out in the back. And they kind of got it back in, you know. And boom, he raised his arm and said, fine, I can go. And he runs back out on the field, you know. And uh, Butch and uh, Coach Dooley, looked at him and, and said – Can he play in it? But said, yeah, he won't hurt anymore. He's going to be sore tomorrow. And I think that separated him from everybody.
3: Herschel Walker is up, moving around. The trainer worked on him a little bit. We don't know exactly what for, but he seems to be all right right
9: now. But Herschel, it's just, that's him. Not only the greatest athlete, but one of the toughest
6: athletes I've ever seen. He just came right back and didn't miss a beat. Linebacker
2: and team captain,
6: Frank Rise. I separated mine in 79, at the end of the game against Auburn, I mean, uh, it completely came out. Hey, not separate, I dislocated. It came all the way out the back. And it took three months for it to heal back. And for him to go back in the game after doing that, it's amazing then not just to go back in, but then to rush 150 yards against a team that's not giving up a 100-yard rusher. Imagine just to show you the type of athlete and person he is. There
5: goes Herschel. we got the ball, he's going back in. And he later told me that, uh, he said, I didn't come all the way down here to sit on that bench. Ballou gives it to Walker.
3: Herschel running inside. Goes across the 30. Moves his way to the 27.
1: I loved uh, the comment you had about the, look, we've come this far. Some little old hit on your shoulder wasn't going to keep you off the field. Running back Herschel
10: Walker. And so I'm not going to let something like that stop me from playing. Because I came there to play football, not to watch the game. If I was going to watch the game, I should have bought a ticket.
4: Vander, how many games have we been to together? Hundreds. You and I together, we've never lost. And it ain't gonna change the day. Go dogs! You know, trust Superior Plumbing and trust the fact that the Bulldogs are gonna take it home
5: today. Woof, 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 woof. The biggest bark was me, the real
4: deal. The best bark was me. Don't forget to tag out on social media, hashtag J.
2: Or
10: hashtag GABarkoff,
2: real deal. Go, Go dogs! dogs. Woof, 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 woof. Happy
11: Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer.
3: This is from 50 exactly. He's got plenty of leg on it. It's good. A 50-yard field goal for the Fighting Irish in their first offensive possession. And they pick the lead. 3 to nothing.
1: Irish kick a field goal and took an early 3-0 lead. And that's when we made our move. Enter freshman Terry Hogue. Running backs coach Mike Cabin.
8: We're having a live special teams practice. That meant full speed. But we did everything. You know, kickoff, kickoff returns, punts, extra point field goals. So we get down to field goals, extra points. We kick the first kick and it's blocked. Everybody was saying, what's happening? Something's wrong there. We got to work on that. So we did it again. Blocked it again. Finally, Coach, said, who is this blocking all these kicks? Well, it was Terry Hope.
5: Terry was the least recruited player in the country when Herschel was the most recruited player in the country. But both of them end up together, and both of them being consensus all americans Well, Terry, every time we'd practice or got into the kicking game, he would be blocking an extra point of blocking a field goal. So he did it out there at practice, and after he blocked another one, I said, Terry, get into the locker room, get your bag, you're going to New Orleans.
8: I mean, we went to a staff meeting at that, and everybody was looking at each other, and he said, I don't care. He's going to go in and, and, and try to block a kick. Well, he did. The first time Notre Dame lined
3: up the field goal, he blocked the kick. This one is a 48-yarder. He is four out of six from this distance. It is blocked. Number 14, it looked like came flying in. And the ball comes rolling back across midfield. And that's got to fire up the Georgia Bulldogs. It was number 14 who made the play for Georgia. Terry Hogue, the defensive back, a freshman out of Huntsville, Texas, and he is the only Texan on the Georgia team, and look at this. Watch him come in front and get his hands up in the air, and that's what blocked the kick. He had a little bit of a gap inside the defense offensive end, which is a mistake on Notre Dame's part. You shouldn't let him come inside like
8: that. Kind of swung the momentum our way. Blocked
5: a field goal in the ball game that led to a field goal for us. That's I'm good gone. coaching by the way.
8: Yeah. Here's another guy hadn't played a down all year that's that's contributing to the national championship game.
1: On the following kickoff, the Kelly boys step up and deliver football's longest onside kick. The Irish kick returners miscommunicate because of all that noise the Bulldog Nation was making, and the Kelly boys recover the ball at the one-yard line.
3: Here's the kickoff by Robinson. 50-yard field goal by Oliver and a 46-yard field goal by Robinson. The ball's bouncing around inside the five-yard line. It was going to by Notre Dame. George it, and georgia has got the ball. thought it would bounce into the end zone, but it did not. Like I said at the very beginning today, you got to have a little luck. Bob Kelly from Savannah came down the field and recovered it. I cannot believe. I've never seen anything like it. The Notre Dame backs thought the ball was going across the goal line. It didn't. And Stone, number 42, recognizing this, came back but couldn't get the ball. And Georgia recovered on the 1-2 yard line. And would you believe it? With a minute and 45 seconds to play in the first quarter. The ball is just outside the one.
1: Herschel dives in and we take a 10-3 lead. Second
3: down and goal to go for the Bulldogs at the Irish one. Got to be Walker. Touchdown!
1: I have never seen a tougher performance in a big game than that one out of Herschel.
5: And I found out later, too, when he went over the top, that he was protecting his shoulder. I didn't know this. But he usually would roll one way. But when he went over there, he rolled the other way. And he was protecting the shoulder at the
3: same time. But nobody knew it except him. Eric turns, gives the ball to his fullback. Ball get loose. Georgia has the ball. Buck Ballou on a roll. He's running for the corner. He's down to the five. He's out of bounds, down about the four. Maybe the three. Johnny Crim save the touchdown for the Irish. Walker, sweep to the right, good blocking, he's in there. Jimmy Womack, the fullback number 25, made the block that opened the door for Walker. Most often in the high nice formation, when you see the tailback make a good run, number 25 is the fullback. He has to take pride in his work, and he made an outstanding block that allowed Walker to go in for the touchdown.
1: Herschel scores again, and we take a 17-3 lead into halftime thanks to Hogue, Herschel, the defense, and the Kelly boys.
3: Baloo beleaguered on the sidelines.
1: I was struggling. Our passing game was just a little bit off, and yes, it was embarrassing. I remember making a few good throws, especially on a deep ball that could have been six. Might have been the best throw I made all season.
3: It is first down and five, Georgia. From the 43, Ballou wants to go deep with it. He does. He's got a man, and it goes right through his hand. Norris Brown, the tight end, was open, and the ball went right through his hand.
1: A couple of others just missed. There were a couple of drops. It got ugly. I was frustrated. I was going to have to find a way, another way, to help the team win that day, like, say, blocking for Herschel, big team, little me, right? And the bottom line was this. Herschel Walker was amazing—the greatest, toughest big-game performance I've ever seen. Against a rugged Notre Dame defense with a separated shoulder, Herschel ran it 36 times for 150 yards and two big touchdowns.
3: Second down, goal to go. Carter over the top, touchdown. Broke the to plane, and finally Notre Dame gets a touchdown. At 54 seconds to go in the third quarter.
1: The Bulldog defense delivered a big game performance too, shutting the Irish down. After a third quarter touchdown drive that made it 17-10, Irk's defense kept holding these guys just one more time.
3: Heel with a strong arm goes deep for Hunter. It is intercepted. Picked off by Mike Fisher. He still got it on fourth and one. He gets his pass off and intercepted. I don't believe it. That young man is a real winner, Scott Warner. Georgia is two minutes and 16 seconds away from their first national championship.
1: Late in the fourth quarter, we needed a pass completion to ice the victory, and we got it.
3: Malou puts it in the air, throws to Arnold. Arnold comes down with it, and it's a pass completion. His first pass of the ball game is completed and it gets him a first down. We're now inside 25 seconds and Georgia gets stand there and exult as the time ticks away. The game is over. Georgia has won 17 to 10.
1: And I'll always remember being in the huddle as the final seconds ran off the clock and the Bulldog Nation stormed the field. We did it.
0: We won the national championship. In a critical moment, your team needs reliable coverage. Southern Link employees are ready before the call to make sure everyone stays connected. Just like Critical Link, our mission-critical LTE network. With public-sector-grade push-to-talk, LTE voice, and data solutions, Critical Link has all your communications needs covered. Critical Link from Southern Link. Beyond reliable. Visit southernlink.com or call 1-866-441-LINC.
5: They're trying to shuffle me off somewhere to, uh, to talk with the media. And I didn't want to talk with the media. I wanted to get in the locker room with y'all. I mean, I, my excitement, I've never been that excited as I can ever remember. I mean, I, emotions, I can't never describe it because I don't think I've ever been that emotional. And y'all kind of passed me around uh, in a locker room.
1: Yeah, a lot of uh, hugging going on.
6: Man, a lot <laughs> you're right. Frank Rise. I was so exhausted after that game. I remember, <laughs> you know, we used to have to weigh in and weigh out. I had lost I had lost sixteen pounds that game. And I was completely exhausted. And we got in the locker room and we were celebrating. But it was more of a you know how you strive and you work and you do everything you possibly can and you do it over a long, sustained period of time to achieve an objective. And it's more about the journey. Then the result it doesn't make sense, and almost you almost felt a relief because you finally reach the top of the of the mountain.
2: Lindsey Scott,
6: it was
7: scary actually because I got caught up in the crowd. I couldn't even. Once, once once, they got on the field, I couldn't even move, man. If people got on the field, I couldn't even move. And it was like we finally got out of there, but it was just – it was bedlam. It was bedlam, and I think the people of Georgia have been waiting on that for a long time, and we're still waiting on it again, by the way.
1: Uh, seeing you suck it up and, and be that tough, that was one of the great performances I can recall ever seeing Herschel that day against Notre Dame. We were all proud of you. Running back Herschel Walker.
10: Well, you know, I I, I thank you for that, but it still was a team because, guys, I still had the offensive line. I still had you because you made some great throws when we needed to make those throws, and that was important. But I go back to that defense, and what was so strange is I think – I tell people, if you look at the Notre Dame game in 1980 – you will see a defense that's on the field probably what ninety uh, percent of the time. And Notre Dame was a team that had a had a great great offense. And and I hate to say this, and people may get angry at me for saying it, but this is from Herschel Walker. Uh, when you start talking about great great defenses in college football, I think you got to think of the nineteen eighty Georgia defensive team. They probably played four to five of those sixty minutes.
5: We had tremendous play at a lot of positions and we had to have it because when one phase of our game was not doing as well, some other phase of our game would pick up the slack. It would be the offense or the defense or the kicking game, whatever it might be, but somebody was able to pick up the slack. And I think it set a feeling of confidence that despite what was happening, just keep playing hard. We're gonna win somehow, some way. We'll figure it out. And that happened for the next three years, four years, as a
6: matter of fact.
2: Frank Rise. I just felt like
6: we had a senior class that endured. We weren't the greatest athletes in the world, as, as history would prove out. We had 11 of us to get opportunity in pro ball, and I think two made it, and the longest one they ever made it was for like two or three years. You know, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the speed of the packs and by its leaders. And I felt like that year, that leadership of that team, of the seniors, because we'd gone through so much, we just willing to do everything we could not to be denied.
2: Defensive back, Scott Werner.
9: I, I don't think there's a, a group that, that worked any harder than that. The walk-ons were special. All those guys that, that came in over the years, it made a big impact on that team. And we had uh, freshman players that helped out tremendously. But, you know, we had everything that it takes to make it to make a, a, a football team successful, and we believed in it.
5: You were a quarterback of two SEC championships back to back. No quarterback in Georgia's ever done that. Also, the national champion, undisputed national champion that we've ever had. You were the quarterback, and but that uh, that feeling of confidence that we can win somehow carried on for four years. I mean, we. Had an incra- we had the best record during that four-year period 43 4 and one but it all went back to that 1980 team where that was established that confidence and uh, closeness was established as a team in 1980.
4: Looking for a sugar bowl They tied with Tech And lost to Cal And Dooley's dogs were 11-0 When they came across this young man Just a freshman playing it hot And the Irish jumped up on the Superdome And said, boy, let me tell you what I guess you didn't know it But we're football players too And if you care to take a dare We'll make a bet with you Now you play pretty good football, son But give the Irish their due We'll bet a championship against your bowl Because we think we're better than you Boy, said, my name's Herschel, and I think we're going to win. So I'll take your bet, and you're going to regret, because we're the best that's ever been. Don't use silver bridges, play your football hard. Those hells broke loose in your Orleans, and the Irish steal the cards. And if you win, you'll get that championship and sugar, too. But if you lose, the Irish will get you. took the kickoff and they got a quick field goal and the irish fans from in the stands said now we're gonna roll and they started to run and they started the pass and it seemed they couldn't miss and the team of irish kept on playing and it sounded something like this when the irish scored old herschel said well you're pretty good old son But when the junkyard dog give me the ball, I'll show you how it's done. Dogs on the field now I hunker on down. How about them dogs with a battle sound? Herschel from the backfield picking out holes. Irie's gonna catch him, no child no. And the junkyard official gives the dog the ball. First and ten, it's opening twenty-five yard line. Trule gets the ball, Walker. He's gonna try the right side. He's gonna block. Herschel at the twenty-five. about their heads because they knew that they'd been beat and they laid that national championship on the ground at the bulldog's feet herschel said irish just come on back if you ever want to try again i done told you once you son of a gun we're the best that ever been dogs on the field now hunker on down how about them dogs was a battle sound herschel from the backfield picking out holes irish gonna get, get you no child no The Georgia Bulldogs have won the Sugar Bowl in their first national championship. It looks like the entire
1: state of in fact, the entire state of Georgia, is on the football field. It's pandemonium down there. How about you, know? This 1980 championship season really unleashed the beast. Uh, the most successful run in Georgia football history. And the 80 team sort of got it going.
9: We've got this saying amongst the seniors. Until they win another national championship, it's all about us. I believe in character. I believe we had a lot of character on that team. I believe we, we were taught toughness.
1: Nobody's going to out-coach what we've got on the coaching staff. I mean, we had quality coaches up and down both sides of the ball.
7: I think the fan base is the best. They're passionate about Georgia football, and and you live in the state of Georgia, man. I've been here in the state of
9: Georgia. You don't go nowhere without talking about the dogs, man.
1: Some people like to describe it as a one-man team, but it was never that.
9: Nobody was bigger than the team. Like, as I said, so many people played. It was a, it was a total team effort during the Sugar Bowl. You know, those guys are like, they're my family.
1: And now, 40 years later, here we are, the only Georgia team to ever go undefeated and win a national championship. Man, I'm so proud to have been a part of that memorable team. And right now, I want to take a moment and thank all of my amazing teammates who appeared on this podcast. Herschel, Lindsey, Ross, Knoll, Morrison, Harper, and Warner. Coach Vince Dooley, the Hall of Famer, and Coach Mike Cavan, plus Florida's Wayne Peace and Ole Miss quarterback John Forcade. Thanks, guys. Also, a special thanks to our talented producers who really put it all together. Brandon Joseph, Matt Lear, and the talented Rob Jenners. Great work, guys. And thank you for allowing me to take you down memory lane on this very special championship journey.
2: Academy Sports and Outdoors presents UGA 40, sponsored by Superior Plumbing and Southern Link Wireless, an exclusive presentation of Dickey Broadcasting Company Atlanta. Audio credits in this episode go to IMG of the Georgia Bulldogs Sports Network. And special thanks to the one and only Keith Jackson and the team at ABC Sports. UGA 40 is produced by Rob Jenners, Brandon Joseph, and Matt Lear. Get more of Buck Baloo's exclusive interviews at the fans' YouTube page and download all the episodes and more great fan podcasts at
0: thepodcastpark.com.
11: Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives, head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia.